Hello and welcome to Sissy That Pod. My name is Keen, but you can call me Mother. I can hear the cackling down the street. <laughs> I'm James. <laughs> and this is the Kiki, the mini episode that we put out every Monday to get you to bridge the, the vast gap that was Thursday mm, to Thursday. Too and long, too That long. drag race void we have. And joining us today is the wonderful Ireland's Got Talent star. Alum. Yeah, alum, drag race legend. Drag legend, not drag race yet, maybe. M- absolutely, yeah, drag, drag race legend to be. Possibly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paul Ryder. Paul Ryder, very exciting, wonderful conversation. Loads of insights and exciting tea to yes. be spilt. And it was kind of nice to chat just about like the Dublin scene. Yeah, it was very interesting to talk a bit more about the Dublin scene and especially about um, about his like his own um, drag race style competition, which he does in the Sugar Club every every year and mm-hmm. the, exci- the exciting developments in that for next year. Yes. So, Anita's spoil no more. Let's listen. Paul Ryder's in the house. Thank yo. you for joining us. Thank you. I just said, yo, I'm 32 years of yeah. age. I shouldn't Ooh, do that. Yo, kids. Well, hey. Hello, kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for coming in to see us. Thank you for having me. I've been following the podcast and I've, oh. I'm, a, I'm listening in. I'm tuning in. I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm like taking things from other people being like, Rob, that, oh, you said that now. I can't say it. <laughs> How is taking your, off the list. How are you finding the whole series overall? It is like, it's everything they said and more. Like, mm. I, mm-hmm. it, it is like way better than my expectations um, I think going in after episode one everyone was a bit like mm, the queens are a bit you know this that and the other yeah a bit ready it's exactly what UK and some of Europe drag is it's not all beauty it's not all grace it's not all Miss United States it's yeah. a bit of it's a bit of like grit and grim yeah. and a bit fun and that's what the UK and Ireland bring when it comes to drag Absolutely. we have our polished queens we have our show queens we have our look it's you know as it's been said recently me included drag is whatever it wants to be yeah absolutely and yeah. and I think it's a, it's a whopper series it's going to lead into it has to lead into at least I think they've got three in the pipeline okay for definite yeah. oh wow that's that's some tea from somebody yeah, else be careful don't burn yourself on that tea yeah I, well, I just have to be careful because I get in trouble for that um, no but I think I, as far as I know they've got like possibly three that yeah. they have to do but then Jesus they said they had to do three of Ireland's Got Talent and here we are <laughs> <laughs> well you know it had a good run it, yes it did <laughs> it showcased the best Ireland the best talent Ireland had and then it was like we're done now Louis Walsh <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, overall, Snatch Game seems to be really universally, uh, like, re- well-received, the last episode. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, I think I think as uh, your guest last week as well, Anya, was it said, mm-hmm. she, like, it had been building and building and building, and this was, you kind of go, oh, please keep getting better. And I think it only can get better, because it's kind of like with the X Factor and with, like, Big Brother, you weed out the left, I was going to say shite, and then I was like, so <laughs> when the girls might listen to this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you weed out the kind of less personality based or you know the less talented they're all talented but you know the less of and now you're getting into the nitty gritty of it like you're really getting down to the wire we cut out cut out the hodgepodge and cut out and I agree she was hodgepodge like (laughs) and I guarantee you that every single bastard is going to enter now because they've all realised even myself I watched it and gone god I have some looks I could pull my whole wardrobe and really like yeah put some looks together Mm. so it is inspiring others to kind of go forward you wait season 2 and season 3 if they get them are going to be for 
phenomenal yeah. because you're yeah. going to get those people like our own Victoria Seeker who said she wouldn't go for year one but she might go for year two yeah. she's watched it now and I guarantee you that bitch will pull every trick out of the bag and if she goes for season she two she has every trick in her bag like oh, she completely. will be able to and a bottle <laughs> like of tequila and a, a Mary bottle Poppins, of Poppins <laughs> a Mary Poppins style bag yeah. Yeah. head first into it and that's it I'm excited I know we need to get through season one but I'm already excited to see what season they can two. do for season yeah. two because mm. it is that thing it's got that real sense again of kind of the earlier seasons of Drag Race where you had your season four, five, six, that kind of like every year the talent was getting better. It was showcasing something different. It was all, I don't know, it was exciting. There was big personalities, great looks, great show about it, which we have kind of a little bit lost with the American one. It wasn't really till, was it you and I were chatting about the, the Queens in season 11, the final, and we were like, oh my God, they were so dull. Like Evie was the only possible winner that was acceptable, really. I yeah. And it wasn't that until you compare them now to this season, there's a queen that you're like, oh, I kind of like them all. Yeah. But I think overall, the biggest change here is that RuPaul is having fun. Yeah. That's it. He seems to be having gas crack. And can I just say, I've never seen him, her look as good as I did on the Snatch Game runway. Like yes. that was, I've never kind of gone, oh God, like Ru's outfit is nice, but I wouldn't wear it myself. Yeah. That new delusion and that mm. hair and that beat, she has never looked so goddamn good. She really hasn't. Like she, the, all the looks, she's doing that like red short thing. Yeah. She's in the green thing. I mean, she's amazing. just having fun. I think that I think that with the BBC it's probably it's probably less stress because you know you've got World of Wonder who owned the thing but maybe she's getting a bit of hassle from VH1 yeah. or and BBC are probably because you know the thing in England where it's like no we thank you for coming here whereas in yeah. America you're probably you're lucky having, to be here you're lucky to be here because yeah. you didn't have a career before this and you could not have a career after so maybe there's a bit of that no that's just us you know speculating sure. yeah. but there and could Logo be, do seem quite accommodating but yeah, I suppose Viacom might not be Logo are but it's it's under VH1 now yeah. so it's a bigger beast whereas the BBC are probably like no Miss Paul enter here thank yeah, you so absolutely. much for being here and she probably feels like the star that she she should do in her own right and yeah. therefore she's kind of letting go and just having fun and also it's always I, I suppose after you've done the same thing year in year out you do get a bit sort of you know whatever tired of it and this would be like refreshing it for her as well because it's a whole different style of queen and style of drag so she's probably able to just like let her hair down a bit let her hair down and I think I love and I think Blue Hydrangea Blue Hydrangea knocks it on the head the most with you know like somebody walks into the room and it's a real Irish thing for someone not to give them their like proper title to be like yeah. oh my god like Miss Gaga but if Gaga walks in you're like hey babe do you want a drink like yeah. okay <laughs> it's real that like they're just kind of letting like the, no one's there's no airs no or graces of, yeah. of, of course it's RuPaul you have to have airs of graces yeah. but there's no like big like she's the queen it's like yeah. oh how are you doing there no wee pet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like do you know what I mean it's fucking brilliant it is it is it is absolutely brilliant um, so with Snatch Game would you have would you, who would you have chosen to do for Snatch Game uh, you wouldn't know we're on the UK Drag Race, so you it would have to like literally be. I want to do Twink. Oh my god! I would have to do Twink because obviously there's catchphrases. <laughs> mm. I've known her well, so I can embody the bitch. And I mean, like, it, you you could the hilarity. You could pull out dogs. You could pull out you know performances. You could say all the lines. Zip up your Ricky. Like you could literally give every single phrase going. Yeah, really. I think I'd just do it in the UK and just be like, fucking Google it. Exactly. <laughs> Make them do the work. Yeah. Twink, they'd probably think it was going to do something else in a jock strap, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. You'll see how this works out for you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you walk out the blonde wig and like, oh, that's not where we thought this was going. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see my tits on that snatch game table. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I suppose when you were talking earlier about weeded out um, 
former contestants. Vinegar Strokes really seems to be hammering home how good she would have been at Snatch Game with her Sandra from Gogglebox. Sandra from Gogglebox. Yeah. And or who was it else he said? Um, oh, Alison Hammond. Yes. I kind of like the Alison Hammond idea because yeah. you could have just animated over everything and mm. literally gone like terms and conditions apply because obviously uh, all of her, her morning Ireland or all of her this morning this thing. morning stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you really could have hammered that home. Vinegar, I think, peaked after, you know, she walked in the workroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't say they beat the queen. Yeah, and I. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> she, she peaked after her application was accepted. Yeah. <laughs> Wait to see. No, I'll be on a gig with her tomorrow. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> they were saying that it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, only because I don't think the first three tasks favoured her. Yeah. Yeah. She had I, a chance at the uh, Danton Draggy, but I just kind of felt she put herself in the wrong role. Yeah. 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 But you know what though? I think it's a bit different. This it, like they're all behind each other. They're all kind of not letting each other fall. Like when they've left the competition they're all still part of the sisterhood and they're yeah. all still enjoying themselves whereas I think in the US one when you get kicked out you're kind of if you get kicked out in the first few yeah you're not really you're counted. not really kind of counted anymore whereas mm. they're all on the on the season one tour yeah um, and they're all kind of still in the fold with regards to like social media and still keeping out there now you can tell those bitches who are working hard yeah who they are taking those looks back out the box yeah filming you know editing doing all that sort of good shit and like trying to push it forward those are the ones we need to watch for because yeah. those queens are the ones who are going to work hard and work continue to work after it mm. yeah. and I think you have to have your you have to have your plan like placed and yeah. ready to go and go that's look from week one keep that there you really have to it's not about the show it's about what you're going to do after yeah yeah, yeah. No, that's because you're seeing like say every week you've got Blue doing the redoing the makeup look yeah. for Instagram and that kind of stuff and putting out that kind of interesting Davina just getting out there with a camera and walking around Manchester like a mad bitch and I love it I'm here for every <laughs> single minute of it I know Davina quite well we were on tour together for a while yeah. uh, and she is I, I kind of love because I'll be honest, I didn't get to see that side of her. Yeah. She was our kind of boss. So she choreographed the Heels of Hell tour that we yeah. did. And she was the one who we kind of answered to. And she was very hard and very kind of like, no girls, get this sorted. Yeah. But I like that. It was, it was a good vibe. Mm. To see this kind of lovely little almost like vulnerable side of her I'm like queen <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you had it in you it's like if, if Victoria goes in season 2 I hope she cries <laughs> yeah. I hope she because I've never seen her cry I'd love to see her cry that's yeah. <laughs> a real one push her push her to the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. who yeah. wants you to show your vulnerability to win over the audience so yeah amazing. and I think that if you have it in you because then you've got like the likes of the Vivian who can I just say I was listening to the podcast and we were saying about how she's got a bad edit that's not a bad edit that's what drag is Yeah. that's what being in the industry for so long and being in a dressing room room and having your friends but also having your frenemies yeah. in this industry she's just saying what we would all say in a dressing room yeah. about somebody who was outside the door and that's no to your shade that's just what this industry is yeah. we're not here to make friends we're here to win a competition yeah. I do think as well like she is she seems like she's very aware of how good she is yeah. and sort of probably when other people aren't at that level she probably doesn't have too much time for it yeah so because like, she's probably so used to like building herself around people yeah, who, like, who she or just kind of focusing on herself and you're stuck in a room with those people for mm, 12 hours a day yeah. I'm sure you know that that shit gets a bit that gets, gets a bit temptuous Absolutely. and I'm sure it's, it's frustrating when you see somebody you like and they haven't even bothered to learn to sew you're like come on you deserve to have done yourself better you know yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you're going on drag race the first thing you do is go take a sewing take course, a sewing course <laughs> yeah. learn how to make a headpiece and yeah. learn how to fix your wigs yeah no absolutely and I think that's it you just, you, you just learn how to make one type I, mean, I think it's like it's really easy I, I've, I've made exactly two dresses in my life <laughs> and I, I can't I would even say that, stitch a whole lot I, of trousers so I mean I, I would say that <laughs> 
they were made over over weeks and weeks and weeks. So the idea of someone like saying, right, you've got 10 minutes to yeah. make an entire outfit. And I'm like, oh, Handy, this is what I would have Why done. Why didn't you just learn to sew? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone giving out about people's looks on, on the sewing challenge. I was like, yeah, yeah, you go and give out. But I'd like to see you put that shit together. Exactly, yeah. With a set of bleeding V-looks blinds there, hon. <laughs> Fucking hell. So next week is the girl group challenge. God, okay. I think that this is where we're going to see friendships kind of fray now, especially I think that that friendship between Baggett and the Vivian is destined for is destined for doom just because they've been kind of edited the way they're edited now. Bag is like, yeah, we're in this to the end. And I'm like, oh, hon, oh, babe, (laughs) you know, and I like you didn't hear Vivian say that. It's like, yeah, we're in this to the end. Okay, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I think that you it's this the the girl group challenge, depending on what they're going to do, is really going to Mm. set them the the girls from the the gals, I think, you know. No, I think so. Um, but I think that would be a challenge that you'd probably be quite good at, though. I, uh, I would be in a way of like, I like to choreograph, but I am such a control freak. <laughs> like, especially if I choreograph something or being on time and stuff yeah. like that. Like myself and the girls are dragged up. We've, we've done a good bit of touring together. And I yeah. swear to God, sometimes I can actually hear them like, like give me the devil eyes in the back. Be like, if this, because I love to go on tour and like fold and roll my suitcase. Yeah. So the girls will go for a drink and I'll be like, no girls going to repack my suitcase. That's <laughs> how my brain works. So I'd love to do it, but I think that I'd be kind of hated because I'd be like the one trying the to dictator. Like, the dictator and be like, no, that's not how you do it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see if it Would ever happens. Would you say Davina is going to do well in this challenge if she's career? I think Davina will do well if she's in charge she always kind of takes charge and like she said last year if I'm speaking I am speaking so I yeah. think that's the message we have to take from, from now is that she's really going to kind of she, herself. her balls are getting bigger as, as weeks have yeah. gone on you know the crying stopped she's like right I'm here to win a competition yeah. I'm not here to be on television I'm here to, to, to win this so yeah. I think that she really is going to mm. go hell for leather I'd be interested to see if she gets team captain on one side who's going to get Who's going to be put on the other side? Yeah, like I think that Vivian is is a leader, but I think that she's a she could be the dictator rather than a yeah. leader. And I never think that, that works well because that's when your team fall apart. But yeah. you're too busy giving out and you're not busy delegating. Well, yeah. I remember in the Meet the Queen, she said her one weakness is choreography. She said she can dance, but she can't really learn to, to choreo- dance. <laughs> where, did, where did that? I think it's like she can perform, but she can't really do like. She said she can move her body to music, but she, you know, if you have to do certain things at certain times, then she struggles. And intriguing on that because obviously she did sparkles in Grand Can, yeah. and I know that they have to do some stuff t- yeah. together. So you mm. kind of wonder, which, did she struggle then, or is that giving her a bit more kind of confidence with that sort of stuff? Because I know, like when we started, Pixie and Pixie and Victoria didn't really dance, and now they're now they're fully fledged bloody, you know. <laughs> <laughs> giant toddling dancing queens so you know you kind of wonder has that given her a bit of a bit of inspiration now to, to be okay in this yeah. challenge or maybe she just she knows how to play the game and she says I have to give them a weakness, weakness yeah. I have yeah. to say them something I'm bad at so and I'll that, say this that wouldn't be like her like, and that wouldn't surprise me at all <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me like she's 26 but she seems like she's 46 she really does she really really does like she, you said last week she's that grand old dame of drag do you know what I mean she <laughs> is that kind of that character it was, it was how naturally she slipped into that Silla Black I was like, that's where you belong. That's 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 your age profile, no matter what age you actually are. I have to say, a small bit of thing, while they were filming Drag Race, they were also filming Ireland's Got Talent. So Michelle yeah. was leaving during the week to go and do um, uh, Drag Race. Yeah. And then she was coming back to do the live stuff. So even on days or whatever. And I had uh, met her. We were just chatting backstage and I asked her, how was it going? I said, I know you don't need to say anything. But yeah. she did say there was one character who I've never seen anything like it in Snatch Game. She said, I think it was the best character I've ever seen and for months then I hadn't got a clue I was like who the fuck is it like who and then I saw the Vivian and I was like 
That's who she was talking about. Yeah. That I was like, yes, good for you, Viv. Love that. It was. That it was, was the best thing I'd ever seen. It really was. It was. It was iconic. It was. It was so funny and so on point and just like everything. It, yeah, it was brilliant. And I was kind of glad she didn't go down the Kim Woodburn because yeah, we've heard it. Yeah, we've yeah. done it. It's you know like when I sing Mama Knows Best, the girls all roll their eyes and go shut the fuck up, <laughs> or bang bang. They're like, okay, Paul, stop. Yeah. Um, so to see the Kim Woodburn in full, I would have been a bit like, oh no, I'm kind of ready for something different. So yeah. the fact that she went with that Donald Trump was out of this. World, mm. with that, that actually, that, that mentioning Michelle Visage brings us on to something. You're you're in a unique position because you have both you've judged with Michelle Visage yes. for 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 the dry, for the Ringmasters Drag Race and yes. also been judged by Michelle Visage on Ireland's Gonna. What what are those experiences like? My balls literally went into my stomach because we talked about it there. I was like, oh my god, yeah, I did that. And now she's being judged on Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. Ten. <laughs> um, it was mental. I think the the Ringmasters Drag Race thing. I. Do you know what actually happened? We were supposed to have another queen in that place. Yeah. Uh, and about four weeks before, that queen had to back out to do All-Stars. Um, so we were kind of panicked, going, fuck, who the, who the hell? And it was the middle of the road point. So yeah. we normally kept like the really good people from beginning or end when we were in Dragon. Yeah. And it was a 10-week competition and they had to do different different battles every week. And like, like I said, the beginning and the end, we'd always have a Rue girl. And this queen backed out four weeks later. And of course, you just go straight to the management company and say, well, who have you got? Yeah. And they went, well, top of the list is Michelle, but you'll, you'll have to pay a bit more. And I was like, are you fucking real? And at this stage, the queens were very untouchable. Like you only had had a few Rue queens in Dublin. There wasn't yeah. a big overturn of them. At what, like, mm. now, like now you can go see 11 of them on tour. It was one night and yeah. one queen. So when they said Michelle, I was like, okay. Grand. Break the piggy bank. <laughs> Break the bank. I'll pay you myself. <laughs> so she came and I have to say that I've, I I couldn't go down the stairs for about half an hour. They said to me, Paul Michelle's here whenever you want to go down to it and say hello and just kind of introduce yourself, whatever. Yeah. It took me half an hour. I'd like get down a set of steps and then go, I can't do it. Lads, I can't do it now. Because I was so in awe. Like we weren't just getting a contestant. We were getting a fucking judge. Yeah. We were getting RuPaul's best friend in the yeah. building. And when I got down, she did the exact same as like she's always done in the last couple of years. She grabs your hands and goes, nice to meet you. How are you? It's so I'm so happy to be here. And, blah, blah, blah. and you have the little chit chat. And then like she's sitting beside like Regina and she's sitting beside Pixie and she's sitting beside Panty, who at the time had just done. She had just been in the Abbey yes. for, for, okay, yeah, for, yeah. for Pantygate. Her oppression speech, whatever, yeah. Yeah, and again, like that, we didn't think we'd get her, but I was like, break that fucking bank and get it. <laughs> so to look over and kind of have Michelle Visage there was an absolute kind of unreal experience. And I still look back at those pictures and go, that was one of those kind of Magic aha moments, moments of yeah. like mega. And then obviously with Ireland's Got Talent then, and I think I entered knowing that Michelle was on it, not because we kind of knew each other and we'd kind of kept in touch through social media, yeah. but just because it was like, okay, well, this is going to bring a, a different level to it. Yeah. And I had said no to entering Ireland's Got Talent four times. So they approached me after seeing me do Limerick Pride. Okay. And I said no. I was like, no interest. I, yeah. I, I just thought they were going to take the piss. Honestly, just thought they were going to take the piss out of the weird drag queen. Oh, yeah, kind of, the, you're going to be the freak show in the corner. Standing in a hotel in, in Balls Bridge for 12 hours and drag for no reason. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So eventually I said yes after like four times. And walking out, I think I was kind of okay seeing Michelle. Yeah. And she, I know Veda originally coined me RuPaul Ryder, but like from a point of, the, the the country seeing it yeah it was Michelle going RuPaul Ryder and I was like oh my <laughs> god but she is she is she's exactly what you see she's nice she is caring every time I see her she has words 
of kind of wisdom and kind yeah. of go, I see what you're doing. She follows me on all socials, so she sees everything. She likes, she comments. Yeah. And she is that person. She is that person. She grabs your two hands together and goes, sweetie, how are you? And you're like, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> And you be careful to be like, Miss Visage, I'm fine. How are you? You're trying to be careful not to say the wrong thing or yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she is what she is what you see. And I kind of like this lighthearted side of what we're seeing on, on uh, the, the UK. Yeah. She's not as kind of like, because I think she knows exactly what drag is because she's seen it now. Yeah. Um, so I think she knows kind of how to how to how to deal with it. Yeah. And it was her. It's her beast, isn't it? She's the one who she says anyway, that was selling it, trying to speak with commissioners and everything to get it over there more so than Rue was. More so than Rue. She was the one that kind of wanted to drag race in the UK and I know that she, you know she'd asked Louis for a bit of help to kind of yeah. push things along and stuff like that and mm. you know it, it is kind of her baby she's done it now and you know she got Rue to come along as well so we do have a lot of lot yeah. to thank for her do you but know that, what I mean I think that's the thing that, that makes this show so I mean there's going to be all the other nationalities are going to do their version of it but I think the UK one having Rue on it we just make mean so much because then yeah. they obviously announced um, can Canada's Canada. got Canada's, yeah, Canada's got talent uh, Canada uh, drag race and yeah. it's like Brooklyn Heights is a judge and you're like oh okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> enjoy <laughs> do you know what I mean so to have Rue on this is yeah. absolutely phenomenal no it is it really it makes it and it, I suppose it elevates I think the, the quality then of like guest judges they've got probably the fact that they could go out and say well this is going to be a real version of the American one you're going to have RuPaul we're going to have Michelle and then having Alan Carr and Graham in the rotating we scene. had a spice girl I know in the scene. it wasn't like and the person who played an extra on a TV series we don't know is you're like it wasn't that it's none of that it's like the most amazing and we still have some amazing people to go oh I know I know yeah, we Cheryl. haven't seen Cheryl we haven't seen Cheryl why I'm on I do kind of love in the old school drag race though when Rue's like and so and so's going to be here and they're all like oh wow <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see will the British queens suffer fools as gladly as the American would have. <laughs> I think they're. I'd say they're. T- I'd say that's a bit of a. Okay, girls, can we get that again, please? Can we be a little bit more excited? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that girl from Emmerdale's here. Thank you so much. <laughs> can you just pretend we said that Lady Gaga's in the building? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sharon from East. They're probably recording them while they're like lunchtime. They're like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Was it intimidating though, going on to Arizona Talent and, and sort of presenting drag and like the ballroom scene and stuff? Because it's it is quite of a like it is a risk sometimes. Yes. Uh, there's no if and buts about it it was a risk and it was a risk because just before I did IGT I was about to give up drag I wasn't okay. um, I wasn't here for drag anymore yeah. I was enjoying it but I wasn't taken as seriously as some of my peers I had a lot of kind of shit vibes from people who were like, mm, yeah, what is it? Like, what's he actually doing? Yeah. That question I heard a lot of times, some behind my back, some to my face. Yeah. Um, and that was from people who I still work with and I'm still, I'm still I'm friends with in this industry. It's like yeah. I was saying about the Vivian. What you're seeing from Viv is probably what's happening in most drag rooms and most drag communities. Yeah. Um, so I was about to kind of give it up until that. And it was kind of funny that then Michelle went out and said, well, we're very lucky that drag is every single thing it needs to be. Mm -hmm. And that was the message that followed me around for a year after of people thanking me going, thank you for showing that drag isn't just, you know, the big hair and the, and the whatever and the lip sync, like you can get out and do whatever you like. Hence scaredy cat. I'm like, go scaredy cat. You do whatever you want to do. (laughs) (laughs) Once you're on a stage and you're performing and you, if you want to call it drag then go for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Do you know what I mean? So it was, it was a big, big risk and I'm glad it's kind of, I'm glad it's paid off and I'm glad that our minds are a little bit more open as to drag isn't what we see in the George. It's not what we see like as in all the time Yeah. or what we were seeing before. Whereas I know now we're seeing a lot more different performances 
influences and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's not what we used to see. Drag is whatever we fucking want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because it was there was a time when in this part of the world, drag was sort of Dame Edna and Lily Savage, and that was it. And now it's moved on to be more of the kind of glamorous Rue girl. But now it's opening up again to like be more kind of cabaret and sort of there's all sorts of aspects are are, are I, completely welcome in it. I love every style of drag, whether it's bad, good, indifferent. I will always kind of go and see a show, and even if yeah. it is kind of crap, I still fucking love it because they're just getting out there and doing. Yeah. It's like my drag race that happens every single year. Yeah. I love to see the good, the bad and the indifferent because they all make the most amazing two hour show for me. Yeah. And it opens the eyes of people who've never kind of seen it before. Mm. People have walked at drag race going, I've never been to a drag show. This was fucking gas. Yeah. And that's kind of what we should be doing. I know we're, we're all preaching about, you know, all support, support your local queens. It's the fucking truth. And don't support, don't only just support the girls we see on a regular kind yeah. of basis. Go and see your different nights. Go and spend the eight quid to support those girls who are doing stuff like what uh, Ariana's doing and what Anxiety is doing. And, yeah. you know, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Put your money where your mouth is because when these places close down and you're giving out that the only gay bar you can go to is one, yeah, you'd be exactly. fucking moaning again. Do you no. know what I mean? So just get out there and support everybody. Support the George, support local. Just do it for yeah. everyone. And, and that, it's amazing though as well. The, the, there is a big boom in Dublin at the moment of like a lot of different like drag shows that you can go to. Like as you're saying, Ariana doing her show up in, in, in Drop Dead twice. And then... This is Anxiety, isn't it? Anxiety. This is Anxiety. Yeah, and Coco. Every, yes, yeah. everyone is everyone is doing something, and I think that we need to just kind of support it all round. Mm. And do you know what? I think that we're getting that message. I think that we're hearing that message a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. We are, of, and we aren't because when the the Bernard Shaw closed, there was a wave of oh, Dublin is just show. There's nothing to do there, and I was I got so frustrated because I was like because I do an events thing on the radio show I do every week and it's like there's actually just so much of people just yeah. open their eyes and look what's on I saw these tweets about people saying oh I'm leaving Dublin now I'm, I'm mm. getting out of here because they're yeah. opening a fucking hotel okay sis <laughs> yeah. like, like I agree I don't want the Bernard Shaw to close but like there's still so much there I didn't want the yeah. Tivoli to close my pantos exactly. had to move and it's cost, it's mm. costing us an absolute fortune and yeah. it's costing us such a headache to, to get a new venue Yeah, but like that turn other venues into, yeah. into performance venues space. Make them your space because because of RuPaul's Drag Race and because of the mainstream now that we're all on, so many venues are willing to turn to, to, to yeah. turn places in. The Sugar Club is a prime location. Absolutely. And why more queer stuff doesn't... Now, I'm glad because people come once a year to see my sort of bits and bobs. <laughs> yeah. But... I'm turn those into into more career spaces and just lower the goddamn prices because yeah. I know some venues are so fucking expensive in the city and you're not helping yeah. you're not helping theater and you're not helping entertainment progress in this city by slapping a fucking 1500 euro price tag on your venue for yeah, four hours exactly that then lo locks onto the tickets that are being charged in and then people are like oh god well I'd pay a tenner but I wouldn't pay 15, 20 to go and it's these events are expensive because they're obviously not getting it for the price they need and yeah. in my estimations they should just take what they have from behind the bar and you know let them kind of have a low rent to then be able to yeah. put on queer mm -hmm. cabaret cabaret of all sorts do you know what I mean yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it makes us smile it makes us good people <laughs> <laughs> yeah like one of the biggest sort of nights at the moment in Dublin is like bingo Loco. Like yeah. That's so easily adapted into like a queer version yeah. too. Like the, yeah. anyway, there's drag bingo as well, but you know, you can just pick drag bingo loco as well. Drag yeah. bingo loco. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I mean, we should edit that I out think, and keep that idea for I ourselves. Take this out. You didn't hear this here, guys. <laughs> 
Swear to God, sissy that pod brings drag logo. <laughs> Featuring Paul Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> Nationwide tour coming soon. Yeah. No, but that's a great idea. Like something something along those lines. But I'd I'd rather see, you know, that the queer community kind of do something like that and change yeah. it up and turn it into their mm. own. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, because there is an awful lot of complaining about kind of like, oh, there's nowhere to go. We've got like three bars and that's it. And then it's like you've, you've got mother every so often and But I've been to those cities where there's so much bars like Manchester and London. You know, quantity over quality girls because our girls in the George who are working seven nights a week put on whopper shows. Like yeah, I brought do. people there from the UK, from America and stuff like that. When, when whenever they're in Dublin, I'm like, come see this show. And they walk away going, I'd have paid 30 quid for that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I think that I would rather we have some really good places yeah. rather than have a load of shit that's on every <laughs> week. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it true, would yeah. be nice to have one more gay venue, but it would, we won't fill it. It mm, literally yeah. will not be filled because... The, the money's going to, to where people know and where people enjoy so yeah. you know for the moment let's just enjoy what we have stop complaining and have a fucking gay old time <laughs> exactly <laughs> on a similar topic as well we had we had Love Sensation this summer as well which presumably is back is that confirmed? I, I feel like it's back I, I feel like it's back you're back yeah I feel like it's back um, I know that you know I, I know that Cormac Cashman who is the promoter he is yeah. working on it at the minute yeah. now whether it's a definite and stuff like mm. that because obviously that man works so hard on events and stuff yeah. so I know he's working on that and he's working on the, the mother block party as well again this year um, Love Sensation was probably the best weekend I've had and I was actually raging I missed it Saturday because I wasn't I was in Galway Pride Okay. Uh, so I just did the Sunday but getting back in on the Sunday everyone was just hung over and oh it was my the God. nicest feeling were... in the world like it was such a Pride vibe but 10 times better yes I'd agree with that for the Saturday on the Sunday I could barely move for how hung over I was I was you could barely move on the Saturday for how drunk you were <laughs> I, I, I found James at Khalees sort of wandering around very lost yeah. I was like come here come here who are you with let me call but I, was, yeah, I was like just ring, ring ring my boyfriend find out where he is send me to him <laughs> then I was when I was calling I was like I hope he uh, doesn't think there's any, anything going on here yeah, he's worried like, why is James I, with another I, man I found him in a portaloo <laughs> no but it was just I, returning him used <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but it was it was such a good weekend like it was so yeah. much fun and I this the Sunday like and they looked after us so well they looked after all the performers and it was so professionally ran it was mm. such a like to the mark of like where we yeah. need to be at what time we need to get to see the pod there to do their podcast this year is it yeah. yes yeah. Now, now, now that someone's like stuck a, a knife into Popsest we, we can we can jump right in <laughs> oh my god the revelation <laughs> oh no nobody here it's those big marketing people in <laughs> them expose. bastards yeah, in expose. Expose. Yeah. we own our own trademark <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness um, yeah no so yeah, I'm interested to see how love sensation might change next year now, you know because I found so many straight people or in, in straight communities whatever didn't even know it was on yeah because I, I was chatting to some of the girls at work and they were like afterwards and saying like oh Khalees Lily Allen and they were like what how didn't we hear about that so I think next year it'll get more well known I think it'll get more well known I think that they'll you know they'll, the the sponsorship will probably go bigger because of how well it did which yeah. means that they can pump more into you know the promotion side of things and even more into the acts yeah because like Khalees Lily Allen you know Clean Bandit they're people that you would go to see in, oh, absolutely. in big venues so to have them in a festival and for it to be an LGBT festival was just unreal so I think yeah. it, he, he can only make it bigger absolutely, absolutely. Can, the team can only make it bigger it's not they just can, him they can, they, hopefully next year they can get the gossip back because I was I was I was put out when I didn't show up oh I was grand I <laughs> I was 
It was, was like, a Sunday. I was and then you kind of you, from the from the release and stuff like that you kind of got an air of like, oh, she just wasn't arsed. Oh, absolutely. That whole like, oh, I fell down the stairs and I hurt me neck and now I can't sing. I was like, I don't get this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Beth, come on now, sweet cheeks, <laughs> tell mommy the truth. <laughs> you couldn't be arsed. You could, you? could not be arsed. <laughs> um, and yeah, like as in bring the George stage back and you know bring other little queer cabaret cabaret yeah. tents and performances because I felt like it was it was you know main stage the George and then other little bits and bobs. I'd love to see like a little kind of little queer cabaret vibe yeah, going yeah, yeah. bit of a musical situation happening I'd totally be up for that like yeah. that would be unreal no. it was It was. I think it was the it, it had the very same pride feeling and it was uh, yeah it was definitely one of the best without the sort of like fight for our rights about it you know so the way that you kind of like you have to march and get people all up in arms who are anti-LGBT at Pride whereas this kind of felt like it was like a little house party at Pride yeah it was the biggest house party I'd ever been to in my life (laughs) (laughs) and it was absolute like it was it was that kind of vibe it wasn't Pride with the message behind it it was literally just Pride getting out there and having having fun fun, and enjoying it and fair play on the number of bars they had on because I didn't queue once for a drink which might have been good for me on, uh, on Sunday <laughs> I was just about to say and now we see the fucking problem <laughs> <laughs> drink responsibly folks and I do know like a, a small bit of tea obviously the Ringmaster Drag Race is coming back this year yeah. um, in June of this year and we're going to take it to Belfast to go away to Cork and I'd Ooh. like one more city so we're kind of yeah. we're offering the format out to, mm. to different bars and places yeah. but the winner um, and I think I'm allowed to say this the winner will get to perform at Love Sensation 22 Oh wow! And when, wow. if and when it's announced, yeah. Um, but that was myself and Gormac had a discussion, and he said, "Yeah, he said, put the winner on Love Sensation. It'll be absolutely unreal. That so, would be that would be such a great opportunity. Yeah, like we don't like to do. I don't want to do a cash prize. I would rather kind of give the girls a bit of a mini tour to mm. make them work. Like yeah, they go to yeah, Club yeah. Gas and Galway, they go to Belfast, they go to Cork. Yeah, they do all the kind of the gigs because it's not about getting out there and making money. It's about their get making your name known yeah. and getting yourself out there. So yeah, so their their kind of headline gig would be would be Love Sensation." Back so, in love that would be amazing. Yeah, so fingers fingers crossed Cormac makes it happen because otherwise then I've just shit all over my product. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look now, it's going to be out there in the world, so we'll have no yes. choice. Oh, I'm very that, the yeah. Zen bitch. Be like, well, it's in the world now, so it has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll finish up with a few extra drag race stuff. Um, I noticed we were chatting to somebody on, slid into our DMs. They were saying in mm. the uh, episode we watched was on Wabersons Plus, they had edited out the plug for the Klein Epstein Parker suit that RuPaul had on the BBC version. Oh, Oh, I watch mine on World of Wonder as well. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Cause that, we, were, we were wondering, how did they get away with that? But that's why. Is that when you... do? Because you, I'm so intrigued. You record it directly after the show. Yes, yeah. we, we watch it here and then we record it right afterwards. Because my mind was blown. I was like, how the fuck did they get that episode? <laughs> <laughs> who did they know in World of Wonder? Who's riding people in World of Wonder? <laughs> that was my... I mean, class. I'd be open to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch, I want my miniseries. <laughs> I'm ready to fuck my way to the top. <laughs> so they took, they took the reference out. Mm, yeah, well, obviously cool. because they can't promote anything and they must they must be able to leave certain bits in with World of Wonder because Absolutely, it's their yeah. product. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think the BBC thing with it, with the repeater badge is a bit of a cop out. Like you know, is there is there not ways? Because the greatest dance. Oh wait, no. The greatest dancer you can only win like you win a performance slot on. Oh. On something on Strictly. Oh. So oh. You, the greatest dancer doesn't walk away with like fifty grand in cash. The greatest dancer walks away with the winner. They they perform it strictly and like they get a management contract or something like that. And strictly, you win a glitter ball, bake off, you win a spoon. Like yeah. yeah. Like, so obviously it is a big thing. It's part. It's partly to yeah. do with the rules and regs. But it but is. That it's, being said, like radio give out tickets to things all the time. I think it's big. Be- 
I think I don't know what it's to do with there. It obviously is UK role, rule, and BBC are such a massive, massive yeah. beast that it must be to do with something along those lines. And you're like, okay, well, don't take on the BBC, just let it happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm kind of enjoying the Rupita badge. I think that once we get over it after week one, I, I think it's fun the way they're all wearing them. Yeah. And so like it now it'd be fun because like Baga and Vivian will both have two repeater badges on, and it's a real. I wonder will it at some point become kind of like oh we've got them and you guys don't like. How, how much fun can it be? Like when we see six, right? Okay, we get the. Oh book. no, I no, but I I'd think be like, like stroking them in the chair, <laughs> being like, I'm sorry, what's that critique you had? I'm wearing nothing but my repeater badge. <laughs> but no, at a certain point you're going to get to a place where everyone in the workroom will have a badge and one person won't, and they'll make a storyline out of how like oh I'm the like I'm the, the black sheep of the family but they do that anyway with the challenges oh but it would be a really visual way <laughs> I'm still <laughs> a tiny little badge I'm still shit with the storylines they feed you do you know what you're saying there the way they, they feed you what's going to happen yeah. I am still the dumb bitch <laughs> who goes oh my she's, she said earlier how she wasn't going to and she won fucking hell well done you Still a dickhead. Still a dickhead. Hasn't got a clue how TV works. And I, I work in it, kind of. Like, haven't an ocean. Well, I was thinking that today. I was like, do they make them so, like, transparent on purpose? Because I'm looking at The Apprentice. And they know how to do an edit. They give you all the information you need. But you still don't know who's won at the end of the day. I think they I think they want to be a bit more lighthearted with it and just kind of like let it let it happen and yeah. give you give you the clue. Yeah. But sometimes they they do give you the clue and you, you they go a completely different direction. Do you no, know that's that sort true. of way? Yeah, so that is true. I think they're real. But like I said, I just haven't a notion. I I watch it and like why die? I I I like to be able to try and watch stuff like that though. I'd rather like that rather than kind of be like oh right well this has been said so that's obviously good. And once you get into thinking like that, then it's real hard to en- enjoy it just yeah. like as a like oh I'm watching this for fun. It's like oh let's see how this all works. Just trying to do all the maths in your head. Do you do? Can you do the Reddit? Do you do you read Reddit? Um, I kind of just watch the YouTube videos of summarizing Reddit. Oh, okay. Because I heard you talk about Reddit the other day, and I was like, oh, so you know everything? I actually try I do to know avoid the top. The I do know one of the top three. Okay. I actually, I actually don't know. Like Bunny was here. She said she knew the top four. I didn't ask her. I, well, I know two of the top three. Okay, Only because <laughs> my, my designer, um, Derek Purcell in London, he had kind of he kind of said, oh, you know, I think she does well. And you're kind of like getting little tits and tits and bobs <laughs> yeah. from him because he designed like a shed load of costumes for the girls on Drag Race. So I was like, oh, okay, is that is that is that truth? I don't know. Walking away being the most coy. So I'm yeah. kind of taken from that. I did see the the format change for All Stars Five though, and that's interesting. Oh, what? Sorry, what? Oh, excuse me. Well, I just. I don't know, is it a spoiler? Okay, skip forward um, a minute if you don't want to hear this. But basically, instead of the two winning queens lip sync for their life, or for their legacy, sorry, the winner will lip sync against a former lip sync assassin. And if they win, they get to send home a queen in the bottom. And if they lose, then the rest of the queens vote one of the bottom queens. I had seen this, and it's like Alyssa Edwards and Coco Montreat are in there as the lip sync assassins. Evie uh, Evie. comes back as well, yeah. Yeah. My mind is blown. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh! And like that's gonna that's also and it kind of goes into like what they've been doing a lot on Drag Race US in the last one is like bringing back queens from earlier seasons and showcasing mm. them a little bit and giving yeah. them the opposite screen time which is actually that's going to be amazing even Raven getting on the top of the car for absolutely oh, zero yeah. reason yeah. was like well she's in the building you know <laughs> put, put on a makeup put, put on, on a, a dress there babe <laughs> get on the top of this car do you know yeah. what I mean but I, I do love the I do love the kind of introduction of the older queens especially like the bigger ones like your your Jinxes your Sharons mm. your Biancas yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. I, I kind of think that it's a nice little tip off point especially because the US is kind of such a a weird on a weird spiral downward thing in a minute so I kind of would like to see it really pick back up again yeah absolutely it's a nice little reminder of when things are better yeah <laughs> nicer times in Drag Race yeah. 
The only other thing I sort of saw online, maybe you saw this stuff, James, was a Gothic Ken dolls look for this runway, and it was really good. I thought you were going to say Gothic Ken dolls nudes. Because <laughs> did we did we see them? We did. Yeah. Somebody sent them to us. Okay. <laughs> and for the record, I didn't go looking. Yeah. Oh, I went fucking looking, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that about Gothic again? So her look for this runway. Um, I don't know if you saw. Oh, it. the snake. Oh no, not this. Oh yeah, the snake. Yeah, she had the snake. The snake wrapped and around her. And a big pink glove. Yeah, like why like wasn't she bringing that? Rawr. Why wasn't she bringing? <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that, I think my favorite like burn of the entire season so far has been Alan Carr talking about how she looks like a stage agent. I got, agent. A, I got a 50p face paint. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the, like, have you seen this? Oh no, that is awesome. Now, to be fair, she could have went and bought that. She fixed that. Like, that was one of those snakes. You know that your, your nanny has to hide the door to close, to close <laughs> yeah. the door frame. That was originally one of them. She's like, shit, I better take that away I'm and do it re- properly. I'm really curious about what the actual like brief that was given to the queens for those looks because so many of them did like weird flower things. Like what? Like I know it was like weird science, and it was, I, I felt like from what they described, it was like to do with like over the top plastic surgery. But then, like, the Vivian came out wearing all the floral stuff and, like, who else had, like, flowers on them? And Vinegar's look, which she put up on, on, on Instagram. Vinegar? Was like, yeah, Vinegar Strokes. Look, did oh, she yes, 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 yes. She was, like, kind of, like, her covered in flowers as well. And I'm like, what's, what's that? You do wonder how much of the brief is correct and how much the brief can kind of change yeah. between the time. Because, obviously, mm. they're probably given... A few, they're, they're they? g- uh, given a couple of weeks to kind of oh I'd say they're given a few looks all yeah. right except the ones like the the making challenge yeah. and all this sort of, I would I would say they're not even giving them in order I would say oh, it's no. just bang there's like to bring six this, looks this, this, this. yeah yeah um but I would I would be concerned as to how much the brief kind of changed between the the starting process and the and as well as that how expensive it would be to kind of you know fund that like I was talking to Victoria and she kind of said. If you're going to do drag race, you're going to need at least 30 grand behind you. That's wow. To go and really do a good effort. And then obviously we saw, we saw Farmone who said, you know, I spent, and she said she spent $30,000 and she got to use like one outfit. Like that mm. must be a And that being said, it's not like they're going to sit in the wardrobe. She still gets to wear them. But yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, but you, you, you got them made to kind of make your, to yeah, make your it's mark. Like, it's about where you're showcasing them. Like if you spend 30 grand on looks and then you're showcasing them at bars around America versus like on this huge main stage. Mm. And race, Valentina looked like she spent a lot of money in all size for it. I, but I would say that Valentina had a lot of money to spend yeah. on All Stars for at that stage. You know, the yeah. sort of way, you know, she she had because she'd done her thing and she made such an impact that she had the money. But like me going to take a credit union loan out in two years' time to be on Drag Race <laughs> season What's it four. Well, I'm going on Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going on a large cruise and I need several outfits. Because <laughs> I know how much my outfits cost when I when I get them made. And like, you know, they're expensive. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna spend elevate it even more. And you're gonna have to elevate it more because it's not just for a bar and it's not just for a photo shoot it's for like a challenge so yeah. you know like look at Blue Hydrangeas again I worked with uh, Blue's designer uh, Call Me Sophia she's unreal and I know how much effort she puts in but that would have been completely out of her comfort zone so you can only imagine the kind of cost effective afterwards yeah. to yeah. be like well look you know I know you're doing this but you still need to pay and there's still money that needs to be crossed I, I actually think that Blue Hydrangeas look this week big I think is my favourite look that I've ever seen on the runway in I thought it was pretty cost effective as well because it was all in the face yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she did like that helmet like it wasn't like mechanically done she, she was like <laughs> That was just one of those small little bins you can get Mikey Ikea to paint. Oh my I god, it was? <laughs> There's me now tonight, now going home. Pop Do into Ikea. <laughs> going to the George on Wednesday like a Jap sign. Morning! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> two big ball sacks his feet. <laughs> Spitting milk out your mouth. Oh, don't that just be in the fucking smoking area at three o'clock anyway? <laughs> well, I think we can leave it there. What a perfect image yes. <laughs> to leave it on. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming, Stoutus. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Well, that's pretty much it for our show. Thank you again for listening. You can find us on Instagram at sissy.pod where we'll be posting our power rankings. If you want to share us yours, you can slide into the DMs. Mm-hmm. Do that or slide into our email at sissy.pod at gmail.com. Doesn't sound as good slide into the email. Really. No, it doesn't. It's so no. formal. So I'm, too, I'm, I'm old trying to be cool. <laughs> slide into my email. <laughs> slide into my post box there with a letter. E- email me your heart if you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So thank you for Leo Dynamic 1 for the theme music. And to Collaborative Studios for the studio. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. And we'll be back on Thursday for the next episode of Drag Race UK. Bye. Bye. Bye.